We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. I really just wanted to do this segment so I could play some Club Nouveau, Lou. Love it. I mean, this is this is like a Great Hill moment where you just kind of let it keep going. But let's start with Good the rumors, rumors huh? Time. Yeah, I love rumors. Because um, NFL rumors, uh, I may add, because whenever the Combine is going on, there's just more chatter from reporters and insiders and you, know, you name it, NFL Network, ESPN, you name it. They all got something to say. But this first rumor, Lou, um, um, comes from Matthew Judon. And in all it says, this is from Friday, uh, almost 10 o'clock at night on a Friday, right? So imagine. So the Combine's going on. GMs, head coaches, agents, they're all down in Indianapolis. It's late at night, and they're all having conversations about free agents, draft siding, whatever you call it. They're all having talks, right? And it says, uh, for Matthew Judon, 944 on Friday night, breaking news. At DeAndre Hopkins to the Patriots. Happy face, star face, whatever that emoji is. Um, so when I saw this, Judon and DeAndre Hopkins are friends. Now, I don't know if Matthew Judon is just kind of, you know, screwing with everybody because we have been talking about this How y'all before. doing? I'm good. Yeah, good, we've man. been talking about this before. Uh, there's a new head coach in Arizona, a new GM in, Ar- in Arizona. He's uh, owed roughly about $34.4 million on the remaining two years of his extension that he signed with the Cardinals um, shortly after he was acquired from Houston. Um, you know, but then there's the whole, you know, hey, he's got a nice warm relationship with Bill Belichick, but it's kind of frosty with Bill O'Brien. So nobody really thinks that would happen. You buying this, Lou? Uh, I'd like to buy it because I think it'd be, uh, I think it's something the Patriots should be involved in. Uh, bringing in a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. See his numbers last year? I mean, it was just like like nine games. He had 64 catches in nine games, you know, and 96 targets. So it's like they, he was really good last year. And and so to me, I saw this one guy who, who covers uh, the Cardinals, Johnny Venerable, apparently. He uh, tweeted out, Word in the Indies to keep your eye on the following teams and picks in exchange for Hopkins. And he has the Patriots in here for pick 46. All right, second round pick. The Giants at 57, the Chiefs at 63. All second round picks for DeAndre. And he says, he tweets out, it could be others that jump in. Compensation could always vary, right? I mean, obviously, if more teams are involved, maybe you got to give a second and a fifth or whatever. I don't know. He says, but these are the names that keep coming up. And for good reason. You know, they're all those teams looking for. Even the Chiefs, as great as they are, they're still looking for that another wide receiver. 
Um, but 46, would you do a second-round pick for DeAndre Hopkins? I would. Well, He's 30 sec- years second old. Round, well, he's 31. Well, he'll be 31. So, yeah, yeah so it's a, so it's a second-round pick and, you know, $17 million a year. Yeah, so it's so his base salary is, what, 19 and 14? Is that right? 19 and 15, essentially? So it's like $34 million for two years. That's what you pay. You know, the other crap, the, you know, the cap of $30 million that he said he covers right now if he's on Arizona next year, you don't get that. See, I actually you just get the two salaries, right? It's not all the other stuff. I actually Perfect. thought this was done a done deal on Sunday because I was not paying attention. Sure enough, like somebody mentioned that, hey, DeAndre Hopkins is going to the Patriots. I looked up, I was like, no, no, it's just a rumor. It's just people just speculating. But with Matthew Judon, I feel like he did this all he's year last been, year. Though. Well, listen, last year he was rec- trying to recruit everybody, remember? Everybody. Every, every other day he would. But I feel like there's a little bit more truth to this because I do feel like they need somebody like Hopkins. I love you, man. You too. You too. Oh, that's DeAndre Hopkins he's with still Bill a Belichick. He's still no, he's really still, good. He's still, he's, still got, he's still worth it, I would say. And if you're looking for a guy, like assuming that the relationship between Bill O'Brien and Hopkins is like, you know, overblown, that it'll be fine when they work together a second time, then I would say this is what you're looking for. Two years, controllable. You give up a second, that probably won't be anything anyways. And then you just and then you then you're you're like right in the mix now. Just right. with him. But what I mean, listen, there's more details you want to know too, because what if if DeAndre's sitting there saying, you know how these wide receivers are, I'm 30, 31 years old. This is it. Hey, if you trade for me, I'm not playing for that. I want a new four-year deal. I want a guarantee. You know what I mean? Like, I want more. I want the $25 million contract for four years. I want what the great wide receivers are getting because he knows this is going to be it for him, the last deal. Is he going to just sit there and say, yeah, I'll come over here and get 19 this year and 15 the next year, and that's all, and then I'm going to go off into the sunset at 33 years old? Or is he going to want two more years tacked on the end of that as well? See, I would say based on that situation – it's uh, you just it's two years, and you're not you're almost at the. It's um, perfect. You're almost you at. So the franchise tag for wide receivers is nineteen million dollars. What he does too is whether the quarterback situation, all the rumors about Mac, is that for you get him for two years, and then what he does is he also helps you evaluate your quarterback, right? You also give him like a guy. You know, is he is he a top five wide receiver in the game anymore? You probably say no because the game's played. I don't know. Give him 16 games. Maybe he's catching 110, 15 balls and 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns, and you can put him back in that category. Yeah. yeah that, that's, but at least it helps you evaluate what you have in your young quarterback because you gave him a dude. Yeah. And that's a deal I would do. Okay. So you got something on Jacoby Myers because that's the other free agent who I guess is getting the most attention, at least uh, here locally and especially for me. What do you have on Jacoby Myers? Mike Giardi, just 20 minutes ago, per league sources, Jacoby Myers' free agency will be interesting, he tweets. No one views him on the high scale, meaning $15 million plus, but 12 to $14 million, quote, definitely in play, unquote. Belief is Patriots will let him see what's out there, but hopes he comes back to them for the final conversation. So kind of like the category you thought he'd be in, right? 12 to 14. Oh my God! But is it? Do you want <laughs> Jacoby Myers at twelve or fourteen million, or is that just the price to pay in free agency? Yes, that is the cost of doing business. And I think what bugs me the most is that say Jacoby doesn't have like the the big time measurables. He doesn't have the you know he's not chiseled of you know out of stone. He's not all jacked up like John U. Smith or some of these other receivers. But so the buy in factor for me is really low, which bugs me because it should be high. Like, just look at his stats. Look at his numbers. Look at how he produces. Look at his catch rate. Look at his target to catch rate. Look at how, look how much they rely on him in, in short to intermediate routes. 
Look how consistent he is. The dude catches everything. Well, you know what? I don't want to pay him that much. I want so I want Nelson Aguilar. I want Kendrick Bourne. No. This at least this guy has done what what neither one of those guys could do. He proved that he's earned it. He has. He was a quarterback. He he worked his way up. He you know slowly worked his way up, but nobody wants to buy it. And thirteen million dollars is what he's worth. I know, and, and it's. I think you so, got to. I think you got to wrap your head around it, right? Because when I think the Jacoby Myers at thirteen million, I go back to say like we like Wes Welker at seven, we don't like him at ten, you know, or Julian Edelman making four and a half to six million dollars. Like you just sort of put these guys in that bucket and say when I first think of Jacoby Myers, I'm like seven eight million, but that's not what's going to happen. So if you want to bring this guy back, and again. Bringing back a guy that's got a good rapport with your young quarterback in Mac Jones, and you have your possession guy in Jacoby, you got your dude in DeAndre Hopkins, you'd sit there and say, okay, with Billy O, you're like, we have a much better opportunity to find out what we have. And you might say, well, we're going to be giving a lot of cash to our wide receivers, but in the long run, it could save you a lot more money because you might get answers for the kid or not, whether, you know, moving forward. So I'm in. I'm with you. Like those two guys, to me, solidify a wide receiving core. So, and, and did uh, just to follow it up. So, are they going to do the whole? Hey, we'll let him go out to free agency. We'll let him test the waters. They did it with Edelman, and yeah. they and they lose him. Well, they didn't lose him. Well, no, they no, they did it with Welker. They lost Welker. Well, they the did thing. it with Edelman. Yeah. Edelman ended up. Well, Edelman didn't get any love. The, I feel like the timing. He was he was lumped in with a bunch of other wide receivers that were it was easily identifiable they were the Z or the X and here he is known as like a, a system guy with Tom Brady so he doesn't get nearly you know as much love you know how it works Bill's gonna look sit there and say he's worth twelve he's worth thirteen Jacoby's agent's like we can get eighteen you know we can get five years they're willing to go four you know whatever and it's like okay go so it's risky you could go out there and somebody could overpay ridiculously for Jacoby Myers but is that the type of wide receiver the teams overpay for? I don't feel like it is. Well, I feel like since so I think he's, he's a good he, chance of him coming back at a price that Bobby Bill looks at and says, "This is what you're worth." No, which I is actually what he's worth. I actually think somebody overpays for him. I think this is the first slot receiver, and all these other slot receivers. You go from Troy Brown, you go from Welker, you you name it. You go to Edelman. This is the first one that that what somebody overpays. A timing. Um, I think he's not a system uh, uh, player. Brady's not here, and I think uh, the market is wide open. There's just not a lot of fish in this small and this big giant pond. You know what I mean? So he is the number one guy available right now. And if you're looking at what, what they paid Nelson Aguilar, you look at they paid some of these other guys. If you just start with that, all right, Bill. All right, anybody else? Uh, Nelson Aguilar got paid uh, what is all two year guaranteed, whatever it was, overpaid for him. If I'm um, Jacoby Myers, I'm saying I'm I'm started. That's my floor. The Nelson Aguilar deal is my floor. I just have to pick it up and find out what it was, but it was like higher than anyone thought it should be. Boy, I was just looking at it real quick. Like, is this even correct? Like, just you know, just top wide receivers, NFL. Free he's the only wide one. Receivers. He's number one. Yeah, he's number one. He's the only one. He's one. Juju's two. Lazard, Darius Slayton, DJ Chark, Paris Campbell, McCole Hardman, Marvin Jones. Jarvis Landry, Noah Brown. Those are the top. He's a number one wide receiver so think about in the this. NFL. So Nelson Aguilar. In free agency? So, so Aguilar signs a two-year, $22 million deal. Right, you got a $10 million, $10 million signing bonus. Are you kidding me? So he basically has $11 million a year that he made. He made $22 million for the New England Patriots in two years. And now you're telling me that you're kind of like not really sure if Jacoby Myers is worth thirteen. million? Get out of here all day long. You set the market. 
You've already made the comp that it's Nelson Nelson Aguilar at twenty two million for two years. I want four at fourteen per. Wow, I can't believe he's number one. He'll wide get receiver. it. Does that speak he to the free agency class? Get it. Yes. Well, that's I mean, my shouldn't point. Shouldn't Jacoby so, be like a fifth or sixth wide receiver? Yes. Okay, but you asked why. Class, why would he no, get it? There's nobody out there. There's nobody out there. So he's going to corner the market. Someone's going to overpay for him because there will be a bidding war between two teams. The the Patriots will sit there and say, "Too rich for my blood," and they will pass. And he'll go somewhere else. Maybe he has success. Maybe he doesn't. It doesn't matter because half his contract will be guaranteed. You know, and he'll be a great story. Ah, that's 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 why I look. I want to I want to get this one in real quick. Um, see if we can get time. So Matt Man. Patricia possibly being the the you know moving on uh, as a position coach for the Eagles. Um, this is from Kerry Regan reported this that uh, he would be on the defensive staff, presumably as a linebackers coach. Now remember, Lou. Uh, Patricia's defense, that vaunted uh, defense, led, uh, led up 41 points to Philly in the Super Bowl. Remember that? Well, he made the greatest call in Super Bowl history. Yeah, but that wasn't that in that now. game, though. That was another this, Super Bowl. This is yeah, where, great, like, you know, great observations. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Um, this is one of those where it's like, you know, kind of out of the loop for the last month, month and a half. Does Bill just not want him in the building? Like, he, talk about cutting this guy loose. I ran the old, like, few good men, Colonel Jessup. Holy yeah. smokes. You can't even have him. Like, remember when he first showed up? He's like signing uh, contracts for Cam yeah. Newton. He's pulling off trades for Devontae Parker. Like, you know, he has this like hybrid role of front office scouting, uh, making trades, working with the players. He's going to be the new Ernie Adams. And now it's gotten to the point where Bill has ruined this guy so badly by putting him in a role that he can't perform, just not qualified. And because of that, like, he. He can't find a job for him, like just off the field. Any, he's got to go somewhere else to be a linebacker. I, 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 why is he? Well, it's just a Patricia thing. Like, I got to get the hell out of here. I think. Well, okay. I think it is a Patricia thing. I got to fix my reputation. I got to leave. I Everyone can't do in the it locker here. room thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah. It's everyone. Like, it's he's so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's so tarnished. He's almost like a you know you know it's like a joke now. He's like a caricature of himself. So he can't stay here because nobody respects him. Unless he's doing contracts. If he's doing contracts, that's different. If he's coaching a position, I still feel like he's kind of stigmatized in a way where, like, he's the poster child for how bad everything was last year. It's his. See, this is crazy. It's not Bill. It's Matt. Like, he's the scapegoat. See, and this so is where, let's get yeah. him out of here because we don't want to deal with him anymore, and he makes the room stink. Like, this is where I'm going to make the mistake, you know, in radio of, like, asking a question I don't know the answer to, but I'm a guest, so I don't really give a crap. <laughs> you love this Is part. Joe Judge the same part? Is he gone? It, to me, it sounds like it's so different needs, for him. So both of these guys need to get out of the building because they've been exposed, and that locker room doesn't respect either one of them, even if it was a different role. Like, I get that there was frustration with the offense. I get it. You know, but some of these guys, aren't a guy like Slater or McCourty that's like, listen, man, I'm with you. Like, Manny's a mess, but he does no defense. There should be some respect. He's in a spot. I'd be like McCourty being like, putting Bill puts me at, at wide receiver. And I drop some passes, and now I suck as a wide receiver, and I can't show my face again. That's not what I do. And do they just cut him loose, like you, you don't know anything. I got to get you out of the building. Yeah, I think I think that's the way it's going to be, Lou. I think that's the way it's going to be, and I think it's Jeez. best. I think it's best for both well, sides. Ruining a guy. Yeah, I know. All right, so listen, the Red Sox are undefeated. Lou. Who? The Red Sox are undefeated. Championship. I, don't, I don't know if this uh, if everybody's getting all excited right now, but here's what I like to do because, you know, I love when you come in and we're able to talk Red Sox, and I love the fact that when you do it, like you come in for an elongated period of time, especially today, as opposed to your Friday normal appearance, right? Because um, 
I don't like cramming for a test. Right. And, and if I do, I want to make sure I sit right next to somebody who actually knows the answer. So we're going to go through a bunch of names, a bunch of issues, okay? Uh, so everyone who's listening can get caught up on all the players, all the issues, all the topics surrounding the Red Sox. That's coming up. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. Our goals are to hit dingers, disgrace the pitcher's family, Make the other families, other players cry and stomp their butts into the ground. There's two types of people in this world. There's winners and there's losers. And just so that we're clear, every time we step on this field, our goal is to be a winner. And if your dad has said, oh, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, just as long as you have fun, well, I hate to say it, your dad's a loser. Okay? Your dad's a loser. Oh god! I love all the kids. You're like, oh, no, win. I'm no loser. I ain't no loser. Like, shut up, <laughs> little Ryan, Riley with a Y. It's like, quit interrupting me, you little jerk. Um, all right, so opening day is March 30th. Right? Uh, it's, it's closer than you think, right? Yep. So I, I listen. I love doing this because I feel like researching baseball during spring training is probably one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. Like, if you're getting ready for football, you have your three preseason games, you have your inter-squad meetings and all that other stuff. It's real easy. Here, you know, the, the Red Sox are undefeated, but you got some guys playing, some guys not playing. This guy's playing over there. That guy's taking a day off. This guy's being re- – whatever, right? Yeah, you play a game, and then three days later, you're like, damn, I missed three games. Yeah. I was like, what, what they happened? Keep, they keep playing? Are they still undefeated? <laughs> oh, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy. All right, so let's let's go through a bunch of lists. Let's start with starting pitchers. Let's start oh, with the, yeah. the rotation. Let's start with uh, Chris Sale specifically. 
Every day is going to be Chris Sale Day until he actually plays. Go Sale ahead. Day. Sale Day. He's going today. Now, I, know. I don't know if he's going to go one or two innings. All these guys go one or maybe two. We'll see what happens. But what, is one, what, what, is, what is one day? What does one inning look like for Chris Sale at, with the quick. pitch clock? Wait, not 10 pitches maybe? <laughs> no, I, I would guess. I mean, you literally do an inning give me two, and throw right? five pitches. Give me two innings. Try to give me 35 to 40 pitches. Uh, it's more about the number of it, pitches. And, and we all know it's all about how he feels the next day. I mean, for it's like I get that people are sort of like waiting for him to get hurt. And I understand that that's been the last couple of years with some fluke things. And, oh, he's been set back with the neck. Oh, he's got COVID. He's been set back. Or the falling off the bike and the breaking of the pinky. I expect Chris Sale to be really, really good at pitching. Because to me, his elbow is healthy. I can't predict a fluke injury, but I expect him to go out tonight. I don't know if maybe the adrenaline or maybe control might be off a little bit, but I expect him to be really, really good. You just hope that there's no setback, there's no tightness in the shoulder, there's no none of that stuff. He should be really good for this team. Yeah, so, I mean, okay, so you'll see him today. Uh, what time is the game today? One. One o'clock. All right, Detroit. so uh, you can turn it on while we're here. It's already on. We can check it out. <laughs> I'm no, watching a replay from yesterday. No, I was going to say replay. Yeah. All right, so Corey Kluber. Kluber's actually, I thought, looked pretty good the uh, last couple of outings. Like, he's a guy, last year gave you 160 innings, you know, in Tampa Bay. He's an innings guy. He's kind of, to me, he's kind of like a Pavetta. Like, he just give me innings. You want to sit at four and a half ERA, so be it. But somebody in this rotation's got to give you innings. So can he do it again? Like, he's crafty. I watched him throw yesterday. I thought he looked really good. Doesn't walk anybody. Control with his fastball was off a little. But his slider check, cutter, changeup, it's filth. He still gets swinging misses. He's an old school pitcher. He's 88, 89. 88. Wait, was, wait, were, you, were you tweeting he earlier today? Somebody, oh, yes. People oh, were saying that he was throwing 95. He's an old school yeah. pitcher, which means he's old, Lou. The, listen, he's the, old. If he can't hit 90, what does he throw? He should be throwing knuckleballs. The, listen, the gun is jacked up. You can't. He doesn't throw 95. He hasn't thrown 95 in years. But he's old school. Like, he goes, like, east and west. You know what I mean? Like, he expands in and out. Whereas, like, baseball now is all, like, north and south. Like, hey, throw 96 on top of the zone, bang a curveball. So it's like he he's old school. He nibbles, gets swings, but he has control, and he throws strikes. He could still be an effective pitcher for Is that him. your one-two right there? No. Like, okay. I, no, no. I mean, okay. they're in the rotation. How about that? Okay. Are you ready for the next name? Go ahead. What do you got? How about Nick Pavetta? Interesting guy. Nick Pavetta. Interesting guy. I, I feel he's kind of had the red ass here in camp. <laughs> Which I really, I like about him. Like, he's got, like, the Porcello when he takes the mound. He's got that edge, which I love. But I don't know if it's more so than usual this year. It, In a way, I started wondering if somebody pulled him aside and said, if everyone's healthy, you might be in the bullpen. Because we're all trying to figure out, like, who's the odd man out uh, if everybody was healthy. Because he sort of has this. I saw a quote the other day, like, I'm a starter. It's what I do. And I'm like, wow, he's why is he even defending that? Of course he's a starter. Unless they told him something differently. But with some of the injuries you have in your rotation, he's another guy. Put him in like the Kluber category. I think both these guys, whether you want to consider them your four, your five, they need innings. He's Pavetta's the only guy you feel really good about giving you 170. Like so, I need innings from him. He got destroyed by the AL East last year. You don't play them as much as you did this year. Less games against the AL East, which should help him. Um, I, listen, for a month he pitches like an ace, and then he gives it up. But I still think he's extremely valuable. Because how many innings he gives you. I like him. And I think he's going to be in this rotation well, given some of the injuries. There's been, a, I mean, I always wonder what his ceiling is going to be. Seen lots of flashes of brilliance from him. But it's never really been uh, sustained. So here comes the next name. You ready, Lou? Oh, what do you got? How about James Paxton? Hammy. I mean, what is the deal with him? So 
Terrible timing. Weren't they trying to stretch him out or something like that? Well, he's a what starter. Yeah. I mean, so he's, he's a huge wild card. I have no idea what to expect from him. I used to be uh, a great pitcher, you know, before he had the Tommy John. So now he comes back. You're hoping to get him last year at the end of the year. There was a setback. He accepts a $4 million player option, which is amazing. You know, I don't know what he would have got, but still for $4 million, I'll take that risk all day on him this year helping you out at some point. But he had a setback the other day. Tweaked the hamstring. You know, grade one. Not serious, but he's not going to be ready temp- for the still season. Still temperamental, yeah. still kind of a pain They've in the ass. They've got some rotation issues, you know, as far as depth being tested already. But they have enough depth right now to kind of withstand it. Okay, so this next guy, this next name. Um, and I heard this over the weekend, Lou, and I don't even know. this. I thought this was another rumor, another joke. Uh-oh. That this next name, Brian Bayo, was the best player on the roster. And I think it was Bradford. I think I think somebody said that Brian Bale was the best like prospect, best guy that they have, or second best on this roster. Yeah, I, I it must I, it must be reading I this think wrong. You're excited about him, so he and can I jump ahead in your little game here and throw Go another ahead. name in this category? Well, hold on, you want to throw another name? In? Yeah, I do. Because I want to put he and Garrett Whitlock in the same oh, category. Oh, okay, he was next. So both of these guys, so Garrett Whitlock and Brian Bale, will be are in, in your category. rotation. Both of them have a little bit, they're a little bit behind. Whitlock's still recovering, so he wasn't full go like opening day of camp, but he's now ramping it back up again over the hip surgery. So he's, but, but he's, he's not hurt. He's just they're taking it easy with him. Bayo had that little forearm issue, his first bullpen. They're taking it easy on him. So they're a couple weeks behind, and everyone's like, they're already hurt. No, they're, they're a little setback. It's more important to build a foundation in spring, and if they miss the first two weeks of the season, not a big deal. It really isn't in the big picture. You know, there's so, you know, you don't really, you know, your fifth starter, it's no big deal if a guy's like Hauk, guys like Crawford jump in this rotation for the first two weeks, and then you get Whitlock and you get Bayo back. They jump in, those guys go to the pen. So they've got the depth right now to withstand two, even three injuries, which is kind of what they're looking at right now with three guys possibly not being ready for opening day. Okay, so I want to go, so that's, so your starting rotation is what? I would say opening day, you're going to have Sale. You're going to have, you know, in any order, just your five guys. are going to okay. be Sale. It's going to be Kluber. It's going to be Pavetta. It's going to be Crawford. And it's going to be Hawk. Now, all right. You mean write Hawk's name if, down? If somebody jumps into this fray and, and somebody starts feeling decent, I think they'd like to just keep Hawk where he is in the bullpen and be a weapon for those first four or five games. So somebody else could emerge. Old Bale, Whitlock could be, you know, could be ready. In okay. Start. Okay. So we did the starting rotation. Where I think is I think starting rotation should always lead. Yeah, it's big. Uh, but this next area of concern uh, would be the bullpen, and, and here's what here's what I wrote here's what I wrote down for the bullpen, Lou. And you tell me if I'm onto something, okay? Because they rank near the bottom of, in the league of almost every single category imaginable last, last year. year. Yeah. Okay. And I and I wrote this as um, this like closer by committee was uh, was like uh, uh, Alex Cora's version of Matt Patricia. It was like Matt is like uh, Bill Belichick, Alex Cora. What was your issue? Okay, mine was Matt Patricia. This seems to be like Cora's Matt Patricia. It didn't work. It was a bad decision. Okay, thank God they fixed it. At least it looks yeah. like they tried to fix it by bringing in so at the, least Kenley Jansen. The players on offense sort of looked at Patricia like, oh, my God, how do I how do I do this? Cora was the players, and the bullpen was Patricia. Looking at it going, oh, my God, how do I do this? So, okay, so wait, so the bullpen was like, I this is not what I do. The bull, yes. Why are you why are you asking so much for me? <laughs> yes. I you know I can't do this. Yes, oh, okay. Much. Oh, okay. I yes. had it. I had it. I was I was close. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so Kaylee Jansen say uh, is is everything for them. They used to have a closer. How many times did Cora tell us, you know, it's about structure? Well, they have structure. He gets the ninth inning. 
You know, so the bullpen, I think, is going to be interesting. Uh, they need to be really good in April to kind of hold on some wins to kind of get this ball rolling here for this team, I think. Uh, but the rest of the bullpen, I don't know. Like I, I want to see how it plays out. I feel like everyone's like, it's their strength. It's their strength. It's their revamped bullpen. I don't know if it really is. Like, uh, they're going to be better. But it's like Chris Martin, who I like. I'm glad they went out and got. He's been a good reliever. The second half of the Dodgers last year, he was, you know, off the charts. Fantastic. And I feel like we just think that's going to be him, like, all year long. Like, off the charts, fantastic. He could be. I hope he is. Julie Rodriguez is a lefty that they got. Still really isn't, really isn't in games yet. I don't know if there's something going on. I think he has some issues with the shoulder in the offseason. I like the addition strike throwers, Blyer. I like these guys. I think how can really help. But I still think that there's going to need some help out there. I'm a, you know. I'm big on the bullpen. I want so, to see so, as so, as, so is Cutter Crawford being uh, stretched out as a starter, but basically with the understanding that you're still going to be a bullpen guy? Yes. I think he's a swing guy. I think he's in the rotation opening day because I like him. I think he's really good. I think he was really good for you last year. And then I think at the last month he got hammered. And whether it was scouting reports, whether it was uh, him just tired his first year in the big leagues, whatever. But he was dominant against you know playoff teams in July. That's the guy that I see. So I think he's in the rotation and can be like a long guy to go along with Hauk once this bullpen settles in. Okay, so um, your first guy out of the bullpen, obviously, is is Jansen. Closer. Closer. Um, I mean, do we need uh, – is, is it too early to talk middle relief, that yeah. type of stuff? I yeah. mean, does it even matter no. at this point in time? You want guys to step up. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Okay, so you ready for this next name? What do we got? Um – this man has been known as the International Man of Mystery. Oh, really? Yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> who would this be? Oh! Who would this Matsu be? Taka Yoshida. <laughs> Masataka. Mas, ma, ma, call Masataka. Masa. Call they Masa. call him Masa? Masa Yoshida. All right, so I saw this over the weekend, okay? And then you take it from here. Okay. So this is from Chris Sale. said uh, his plate discipline is unbelievable. He knows his zone very well, it seems like. Not a lot of wasted movement. For what I've seen so far, he's been very, very impressive. He's going to be a spark plug for sure. That's from Chris Sale via uh, Pete Abraham. Yeah. I like him. Felt, he's getting a lot of – man, I, when, when, they, when they're talking about him, I feel like they're just like he's the safest guy in the lineup as yeah, far it's, as it's, what to expect from him. It's funny. like Baseball like crushed Red Sox and Bloom for giving him what they gave him. Uh, yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, like every professional, like, uh, you know, the projections, all the ones that out there that baseball uses, has this guy hitting like 295 with like 25 bombs. And I'm like, if he does that, like this 18 million a year is a steal. Uh, I, I didn't know what to expect when I saw him. A lot of people have different views. And, you know, I saw him in BP. I couldn't get over how much power he has. Like, he's hitting absolute nukes. Like, he's just hitting bombs. Like, it, when he hits the ball the other way, his line drives aren't just flopping in between, you know, mid-center, like left-center. It's going to the track. And he has good plate discipline, although I think he, you know, it's going to be an adjustment for him. There was yeah, expanding say, a little bit in some of the games that I saw. There was a little more swing and miss that maybe I thought there was going to be, but it's the first three or four days, you know, of spring training. So, and, and I also thought it was interesting that Cora backed off the whole he's going to hit leadoff. And at one point in the press, he's like, I don't know where that came from. And a lot of people in the media were like, I think it came from you. Yeah, I think you talked about it. Oh, I did say that. Off. I said that out loud, did I? Ooh. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it was on base and quality at bat. And I think like everybody, you sort of see him hit in BP and you see him hitting games and you're like, he's hit fourth in Japan. I know he's 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, he's a little dude, 5'8". I don't know how big well, I'll he tell is. I'll you. 5'9". Oh. But his legs are freaking yeah. enormous. Tree trunks? Yeah. No, so I don't know where he's going to hit. And that's, they don't really know the what? order. Right now, well, what is 
the um, like the biggest adjustment for for an international player is, is what power. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, Finding their power, velocity. like they no velocity, handling the velocity yeah, of the pitchers. There's, there's more velocity in Japan now than maybe when I was in 2000. But it is like when I played in the big leagues, every team had a guy or two that threw 95 plus. You know what I mean? And that's where Japan is now. Everybody in the team now has a guy throwing two or three guys, maybe 90, you know, mid 90s, whatever. In the big leagues, everyone does now. You know what I mean? Like it's just all over the place. So Japanese guys handling velocity, high velocity, fastballs up. Can you handle it? I think is one of the things that I think they're, you know, people have questions. But the Red Sox seem to be like they, they pinpointed some of those pitchers in Japan and specifically watched his at-bats against some of the harder throwers in Japan. Nerds! And felt good about it. Mm. So I'm a nerd. Well, that's a baseball nerd. Oh, I, no, no, no. I'm not, yeah, no. You are definitely, you know, you XBOA. Oh, no, no, no. You are definitely more nerdy than, like, I, I feel like I'm talking to Alex Spear. <laughs> like no, you're a step no, away no. from from wearing the same shoes as Chris Sale, you and Pete Abe's chase rate, barrel percentage, percentiles. That's a different All that category. Stuff just I don't drives me. Yeah, I don't All right, there. Uh, you ready for the next one? What do you got? All right, this may be. Uh, I saw Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo. Yeah. The first thing, obviously, that I saw from him was how how much weight he lost. Yeah, he's Does that have up. anything to do with? The fact that he well he's going to be playing right field now, right? Mm-hmm. He's not going to be playing left field anymore. That's where Yoshida is going to be. Mm-hmm. So he'll be in right field. Is that because he has more ground to cover? Because I also saw that core basically kind of challenged him in the off season. Yeah, kind of making like, hey, listen, like this is when we need uh, you know the real Alex Verdugo. Well, I think when you look at the outfield, he's the only one that can handle that kind of stuff. You know, Yoshida's not known for being defensive guy, so they'd put him at the wall, right? Um, maybe Verdugo at some point goes to center. I don't know, because if Duvall kind of struggles hitting while in center field, maybe he goes to right, and he can handle that too. But Verdugo, Cora signaled, singled him out at the end of the year. You know, normally the For needing the year, more, right? Yeah, like like you, you know, didn't do enough. At the end of the year, it's like, okay, who do you expect to you know take a big jump next year? And it's like, well, there's a lot of guys. The normal answer is there's a lot of guys. Everybody in this can be better. Instead, he's like Verdugo. And they challenged him to come in. You know, They wanted to be a better athlete. They wanted to play faster. It's like Ben Benintendi. You know, when he first showed up, you're like, okay, look at this guy. He's a good he's athlete. He can run. And all of a sudden, I got to bulk up. I got to hit homers. And he played slow last year. Like, he just played slower than than you would want Alex Verdugo to play. It affected him defensively. It affected him on the base paths. Um, I still think he had a good year. He still had a good He's second in the league in, in, in the team in RBIs. He had 282. He had a good year. It just speaks to how good he can be, how good they think he can be. There's another level there with this guy. And I thought he's looked fantastic in camp. Interesting note, his left shoulder bothered him a lot, his throwing shoulder. And he felt like he had to become almost pull-happy because of it. And he wants to get back to left field, driving the ball with a healthy shoulder. So I think he, he's he looked great so far. No, it was just you know, one Something of those nagging. things that just nag and you play all the time. He plays all the time and just played with it. Wow. I mean, don't doesn't everybody everybody back there, do you all feel like he got smarter in baseball? Yeah, that's what we do. I mean, I'm right. actually amazed. Uh, people are loving it. But uh, so I actually, the last name I had was just, uh, and it was maybe it's a stupid question, but my no last name question. is. No stupid question. Real quickly, okay, because we got to get the uh, primetime parlay. Who protects Rafi Devers? How does that work out? Justin Turner. Justin Turner I does. score of that. Everyone's been talking about it. And quite frankly, uh, when you look at the right-handed bats and you're thinking Kike and Turner and Duvall, there's some swing and miss there. With Duvall and, and the right, who are the righties? I mean, they have five lefties. So who's the most complete right-handed hitter on the team? And that's Justin Turner. When it comes to like power threat, uh, have a good at bat, will take a walk. Um, he's he's 
Is he ideal protection for Devers? No, but he's the best they have. And he actually told me, you know, in, in the presser one time that he thinks Turner will follow Devers wherever he is. So if Devers is hitting second, Turner will hit third. If Devers is hitting fourth, Turner will hit fifth. He just feels like that's the best really? guy to put behind him. Wow, that is, uh, again, uh, so you're heading down back down to Florida when? Wednesday? I go Wednesday. I get in there. I'm not, I don't work that game. They have an uh, exhibition against Puerto Rico. And I don't work the game. I'm just going to get in there, and I probably get in there right around game time and check it out. Okay. Well, you know, obviously on uh, Friday was uh, you lost your virginity. I did. Okay, with the primetime parlay. And it was awesome. And oh, it was awesome. It was actually pretty good. Um, so uh, we're going to see uh, how good I did uh, and how good the rest of us did. And the primetime parlay is next. W-E-E-I. 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 New England Sports Original. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And for you on WEEI. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. All right, Gresham Fourier. Must be 11.45 or somewhere near there because it's the primetime parlay. Gresh is uh, probably on his way back. Uh, he'll be with us tomorrow. So will everybody uh, for our Shots for a Cure event. That'll be going on uh, from 10 to 12 at the Arbeck Center. We will be there live shooting shots as many as we can to see if we can reach $25,000. Um, so that'll be interesting. There's going to be a lot of competition going on right now. But So let's recap what we did uh, last Friday, Lou. Um, let me see. You had uh, Nikola Jokic with yes. a triple-double versus Grizzlies. You won. Thank you. Uh, Billy... Had uh, the Nets at the Celtics, uh, he lost, minus 11. Uh, Chicken Nick, uh, he had the Timberwolves at Lakers, he won. And then I had the Knicks, minus 2.5, over the Heat, and I took an L. Um, which and I can understand how people become degenerate gamblers, Lou. Okay. Because I become obsessed with being right. And when I'm wrong, and the game comes down like it did with the Knicks against the Heat, and Julius Randle hits a... Two-pointer, sorry, a three-pointer to go up by two. It drove me nuts. Oh, so, it's hard goddamn work being this good. But right. you also want to be right, too, because it means I just you want to be money. right. No, I know. So, actually, so um, so today we're doing it again. And, of course, Lou, um, I'm going to let you go first, Lou, because you have the this, the nuttiest pick out of the nuttiest pick. So you go first on this All one. right. I'm going to go with the over in the Northern Kentucky-Youngstown State game tonight. It's at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Youngstown State, the over-under is 137. I'm taking the over. Youngstown State scores. Fourth highest scoring team in college basketball. They average like 83 points a game. The over-under is 137. 
I think they only scored under 73 points. Well, they've scored over 73 in 15 of the last 17. So I'm expecting Youngstown State to score some points. Maybe Northern Kentucky can hold up with them. But you're going over that 137 comfortably. Okay. All right. Well, listen, uh, let's see if you can go 2 All troops, baby. All right, Billy, you're up. All right, the Celtics aren't playing that well. I'm taking the Celtics flat out to beat the Cavaliers tonight. Ooh. I think this is the game they get it back on track. Robert Williams is out. Not sure what people's minutes are going to be after a wild weekend, but give me the Celtics on the money line at Cleveland. Can I? Can I convince you to switch this pick? <laughs> nope, nope, you can't. I I think this is the this is the riskiest pick of them all, Billy. It'll be the one that wins. Then. Isn't that the point? Isn't that what well, it's called gambling? No, no, no. Wait, wait no. It, that's not the point. The point is to win, right? Like it's not just be risky for being risky sake. That's what I did when I had a playoff check and I went to Vegas. I thought the idea was just to lose my money. That's exactly what I did. Don't you think this is a scheduled loss? Anybody else think this is a scheduled loss? You ha- can you have a scheduled loss after two straight losses? I feel like, okay, back so they back-to-back, back, embarrassing, lots of minutes. They're going to go to Cleveland, who they beat last time. Now they're playing Cleveland at home. I think I think they get beat. I would like a side bet uh, between myself and Billy to be paid uh, at a later date. Let's All right, Terp, you're up. Though. All right, cover your ears, Fourier, because I'm going back with the Kings, oh, minus five. You love the Kings. I love the Kings, and they're playing at home against the Pelicans. Pelicans are very bad on the road, 11-22. and 22. The Kings are a great home team, and the Kings are hot. They've won four of their last five, and the Pelicans have lost four of their last five. So okay. give me the Kings, minus the five. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to be honest with everybody. I was uh, uh, behind today, so I basically did the uh, flip the coin on this next one. I'm taking the San Jose Sharks at uh, Winnipeg Jets, minus the one and a half. You're taking uh, Winnipeg. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about either one of those teams. I just know that I have the Midas touch, even with a loss. On, on Friday. So with $10, you will actually... This, this so wait, must you're taking be, Winnipeg minus one and a half yes, at home against San Jose. Yes, thank you, gambling degenerate yeah. Lou Maloney, because uh, you know I don't speak gambling yet. Yeah, so when you say I take San Jose, you're not just announcing the game. You're actually telling who you pick. Yes, so you thank said you. Winnipeg. Again, you know, you're actually pretty good at lingo. this. You're actually... Could you call, can you call in every day at 1145? I like this. is a good pick, though, because San Jose you do? sucks. Give, me, give me the breakdown for this. What's that? You have they a breakdown. Jose, they traded away like everybody. The oh, so they're like cooked. Are they like they're like cooked. They're done for they, the year. They got smoked like eight three to Washington the other day. They're done. Okay, perfect. Uh, you know how much you can win if you bet ten dollars. Talk on this? to me. Two hundred twenty nine dollars. Ooh, hello. That's a lot. That's got to be a record. I well, feel Billy like. isn't screwed up. Uh, I feel like Billy's probably Somebody's got the worst pick. <laughs> yeah, you got the juice. That's right. Somebody. All right, that's the primetime parlay. Uh, $10. So we got Northern Kentucky at Youngstown State. Over. Uh, over. We got the Celtics money line over the Cavs. Uh, Pelicans at the Kings. Uh, and then uh, Winnipeg Jets uh, over the San Jose Sharks, who uh, uh, Lou says is uh, tanking and done the for the year. Yep. Huh? yep, giving the goal and the hook. Do you know, um, you know, we're going to do some uh, at uh, 12 o'clock. We're going to do something that's actually never been done before. I've never done it before. I don't think you've ever done it before. We're going to give an unknown a chance at the title. Really? Okay. So um, I know a lot of people probably follow uh, Steve Dakota Happis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve has been a caller for years. Steve actually called in uh, uh, the first time I did the 25-hour uh, radiothon, came in, donated $10,000, spent the entire night, did the whole show from like uh, 1 o'clock in the morning to like 4. Great guy. Also owns a company of juice, uh, swing juice it's called. It's like, uh, how would I label this? Great gear. Uh, um, apparel is a oh a fun lifestyle apparel brand. Good. That's well, a, here's the thing about like uh, Dakota. Okay, first of all, I think he needs a new nickname. Uh, I want to call him the Juice Man. I feel like we should come up with a, a, a new name for him. Juice Man from Braintree. Juice Man from Braintree. The Juicer. Call sign the Juicer. Okay, so he's gonna come in because 
what a lot of these guys, you know, they call in, they, they, they think they're better than us. They think they know more than us. They think they're smarter than us, Lou. Probably and are. I just ran into Most him. Of them I just, are. I just ran into him in the hallway, Lou. Yeah. And he's he's also shooting it tomorrow in the shots for a cure, right? He's doing a whole line. He's going to tell us who's the worst, who has the worst odds, who has the best odds to win. Good. Okay. He actually he said this to me, and I quote: "I'm a professional athlete. I just don't have all the talent." <laughs> I don't know what that even means. This is this is this is. I don't this know kid. what it means. I I'm a professional athlete. I just well then you're not a professional athlete. <laughs> you cannot say you're a professional athlete if you're lacking the most important thing, which is talent, yeah. height, like strength. I would be a great lawyer if I knew law. Yeah, I'm I'm a great went lawyer. I'm just stupid. <laughs> just I'm a great it. lawyer. I just went to trade school. Like it, it doesn't mean. Wait, what? Can't say it. You can't say no, that. No, it makes no sense. He's short. He's unathletic. But he's got some decent takes, so we're going to give him a shot. So at 12-15, Lou and Christian give an unknown a chance at the title. Now, the one thing you'll know about uh, the juice man, the juicer, is that he's very long-winded. You're going to cut him off. He has some of the longest questions, statements, opinions in the history of radio. You thought Wiggy had long questions. I think actually uh, the Juice Man Steve. I think I heard him interview Hasselback during your. He uh, it was it was a minute and fifty. Matt, this is Dakota. Nice to meet you. Um, It's one thing about Baker. The show was over. It was it it lasted. We actually sped it up, and it was still thirty seconds. Yeah. So what we're doing today is we're actually going to have a buzzer that will sound okay. Okay. And so Terp has uh, gotten to his uh, database, and he's found the most annoying sound that he could play. So if Dakota goes over, what do you say? We say twenty-five seconds. 25 seconds? Over 25 seconds? Like a, like a question or just I an think, opinion? You I think a little more time and opinion. His statements have to be quick. Okay. All right. His answers, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But if he goes a little bit too long in any sort of situation, Lou, all you have to do is point to Turp and he'll play this. All right. I like okay, it. Keep playing it. <laughs> right? Right? Keep playing it. You know, if you been, if you go to kids' games, you go to kids' basketball games, yeah. like when the they have... Yeah, it's like a youth basketball a timeout, timeout. They just keep, oh, come on, get the game. The game's got to like play. Bad hockey rink. Yeah. Bad hockey rink, end yeah. of the period buzzer where you could barely be like, wait, is that, yeah. is that the end of the period? Is this like, who is in charge of this thing? When's the last time you guys refurbished this entire place? <laughs> so we'll do that with them officially right. at 12.15. Like we'll it. introduce them at 12. Uh, and I want to go back to these rumors because there's two things that we left off that I thought were very important. The fact that Hunter Henry, possibility of him getting traded, and Mac Jones possibly, maybe, kind of, sort of, being a Raider. And I just saw another huge NFL rumor that might intrigue you. Okay, perfect. We'll get to all that next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.